This ain't a gotcha. This ain't a gotcha. Why, Eddie? Why'd you do it? I wish you'd call me Edie. I can't. Look, underneath all of that makeup and that dress, you still Eddie. I know he's in there somewhere. Look, you don't understand, George. I'm a woman. Deep down inside, I've always been a woman. Even in the Navy? <laughs> Even in the Navy. Uh, now you tell me. And you let me undress in front of you for two years. Now, George, this isn't something that happened overnight. I went through years of analysis, but that didn't help. As a man, I was miserable. Everything about me was a woman except the way I looked, so I had the operation. Oh, Eddie, man, look what you've done to yourself. Now, George, now, I understand where you're coming from. It's hard for people to accept what I've done. Most of my old friends couldn't. So now I have new friends. I have a job I enjoy, a place of my own. I feel good about myself. George, for the first time in my life, I, I'm really happy. Hi, I'm Dawn Zelay Abernathy, and you are listening to TV Confidential with host Ed Robertson. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential radio talk show about television. Very happy to welcome Ms. Veronica Red. If you are a fan of The Young and the Restless, you know Veronica as the second of two actresses who played Mamie Johnson, Mamie Johnson, the trusted housekeeper of the Abbott family, and a role that Veronica played for 10 years, first from 1990 to 1995, and again from 1999 to 2000. For Veronica, however, is no stranger to primetime television. She appeared in many, many popular network TV shows and top-rated miniseries, including Lou Grant, Good Times, The Women of Brewster Place, The Blue and the Gray, and most notably, an episode of The Jeffersons called Once a Friend. In Once a Friend, Veronica played George Jefferson's old Navy buddy, Eddie Stokes. Eddie Stokes, to George's disbelief, had a sex change operation and was now living life as a woman. That episode, Once a Friend, which originally aired in 1977, marked one of the very first portrayals of a transgender person on network television and certainly the first time that subject had ever been explored on a network TV sitcom. Now, here's the amazing part. Here's the amazing part. This is something I just learned as I, as I was doing a deep dive into Veronica Redness. Veronica's appearance on The Jeffersons marked her very first Hollywood appearance and her very, very first network TV appearance. But I understand that it took Veronica a while before she herself realized the impact that her performance on The Jeffersons had on real life transgender people. We'll talk to her about that and more in just a second. But first, Veronica Red. Welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you. This is the difference between you being a professional actress and me being a guy who watches television and talks to professional actresses. For reasons that I will tell you in just a minute, I had occasion to watch your episode of The Jeffersons, Once a Friend, not too long ago for the first time in at least 20 years. And when I watched it recently, I found that it still held up and that you and Sherman worked very, very well together and it was still laugh out loud funny. Yet, 
Yet I understand that you, you being a professional actress and you coming from the stage in particular, I understand that when you look back at that episode, you're a little hard on yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Do you want me to explain to you why? Yes. Well, I'll, I will elaborate a little bit. Veronica's hard on herself because that being her first TV appearance, she was still a little, she was learning a lot of the technical aspects of working yeah. in television. And mm-hmm. and you tell me if I'm wrong, you feel that kind of hampered your performance a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I blew so many camera shots that when the camera was on me, because nobody had ever told me. I had never done three-camera work. Um, I'd been doing a lot of national commercials. And that's one camera, mm-hmm. at least at that time. And um, so I had never done three-camera before, and I rehearsed all week. No one had ever said anything to me about there being three cameras and when and where I was supposed to look. So I just acted the way that I did on stage. For the most part, thank goodness the director had staged the actors and the cameras in such a way that it wasn't too horrible, which is probably why no one corrected me. But when I look at it years later, when I looked at it years later, it was like, oh, do that. Oh, so it was a great learning tool. But everyone seemed to forgive me because the writing and the situation was so unique and so wonderful. So, you know, I, I was able to pass muster, but. Mm, I had to learn a lot. Well, that's what I learned from that. Well, look, if I didn't know that it was your first TV appearance, and which I didn't until a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> um, and you know, if, if you if you didn't tell me that you were still learning the ropes of working in the technical ropes of work of working on a three camera six, I would not have known the difference because, as I say. The two of you, you and Sherman, you just you, you, you mean you played so well off of each other. It's 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 very very funny. You worked well together. Oh, thank you so much. But I really think that that's because we both came from the stage, mm-hmm. and there is just no training like uh, working for the legitimate stage. There's so much you can cover, and therefore you can adapt to other mediums fairly quickly, which is probably what saved me. You know, but then being with Sherman, who was just the consummate professional, uh, and he he was diminutive as opposed to me. I had really long legs, so that was also part of the sight gag was the difference in our height. That's not easy to play when you're with someone where the height difference is so dramatic. But if you're both secure in your skills and you respect the script and you are enjoying the character... Uh, you can pretty well pull off anything. But Sherman um, definitely made it possible for that uh, particular episode to play well. And because it was a three-camera sitcom, which is different, the pre-production week is different than it is on an episodic show, especially an hour-long episodic show, which you've done. Yes. In a three-camera sitcom such as The Jeffersons, you know, there's usually a read-around at the beginning of the week where yes. you give a, it gives you and your other actors an opportunity to rehearse and immerse yourself into the character to the extent you can as if you were doing a stage production. So, And as you mentioned, Sherman was a 
you know, Sherman was steeped in the in the theater. Isabel was steeped in the theater. So I would imagine you coming in that week as the guest player, there was a certain, I'm guessing there's a certain level of comfort for you because you were among other theater people. Yes. And, you know, again, it wasn't one of those kind of things that you think so much about uh, because I didn't have much to compare it to because every place I had ever worked, I, had, I was with people who were professional. And it just became the standard. But when you're young, you don't necessarily understand that this is this might be the exception to the rule. And I can't say that it was, but uh, I, everything, I expected everything to go smoothly because, you know, I had skills and so did they. And it was just assumed that, that everything was going to go well. The only problem could possibly be that you forget a line and then that might just be a hiccup for a brief moment. But it never stopped the show because they just stopped the cameras. We, you know, just got back to square one. And then, thank goodness for good editing. So that would always save the day. On the line with us is Veronica Red. Veronica Red, television actress, stage actress, teacher, and monologuist. Veronica played Eddie Stokes slash Edie Stokes in Once Friend, groundbreaking episode of the Jeffersons that marked one of the very, very first portrayals of a transgender person on network television, although that was just one, that is just one chapter in Veronica's storied life and career uh, as, as a stage actress as well as a television actress. We mentioned before it was your first TV series role, although you had done some commercial work, but you were an East Coast person at the time. What brought you from the East Coast to the West Coast? Well, uh, actually, um, I left in 76 to go to Los Angeles, but it had been suggested to me around 1972-73 by a management team that I should consider moving west. I had done a play for which I won a Drama Desk Award, and um, uh, then uh, before that I had done a musical and the management team decided at that point that they wanted to sign me. They had been agents who were trying to encourage me to do national commercials at the time. I wasn't so much interested in pursuing a career as much as it is that I needed to work yeah. in order to pay rent. And it was the skill set that I had. But I had to be encouraged to go to auditions. Um, and I think maybe part of that was because I had been raised to be a classical uh, singer, uh, was studying opera at Juilliard. And so the mindset was a little bit more elitist, I think. Um, and it just never dawned on me that doing commercials might not only be lucrative, but would be a great uh, arena for exposure to the public. I mentioned that uh, I had occasion to watch Once a Friend not too long ago. The reason for that was not too long ago, one of my other uh, previous guests on this program was Jay Moriarty. Jay Moriarty, our our listeners know, he spent uh, seven years as a staff writer on the Jeffersons and later as producer of the Jeffersons. He and his writing partner, Mike Milligan, co-wrote the episode Once a Friend. They co-wrote your episode. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. And really do your homework. I love that. I love that. And not only that, because I've gotten to know Jay a little bit 
over the past you know, several months. I reached out to Jay, and uh, Jay not only sends you his very, very best wishes, he, he included a comment that I'm going to read for your benefit and the benefit of our listening audience. Jay writes, this is Jay, Mar- Jay Mariardi, Jay writes, Veronica Red is a wonderful actress. She did a marvelous job as Edie. We had a lot of discussions about whether to cast a male or female actor for that part. Veronica nailed it. She made the whole episode work. She and Sherman worked well together and were able to get both the humor and the poignancy we were hoping for. Please give her my best regards. Oh, that is the loveliest thing I've heard in a long time. Oh, please give him my, my regards, and thank you so much. What a lovely thing to say. And what a lovely time we're having talking to, to Veronica Red. Veronica Red, Mamie Johnson on The Young and the Restless, and an actress whose many other appearances on television include Once a Friend, Once a Friend, the groundbreaking episode of The Jeffersons that marked one of the very, very first portrayals of a transgender person on network TV. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Now, we were, we were kind of joking about this before we started recording, Veronica, but through the wonders of YouTube, through the wonders of YouTube, I found two videos of you performing monologues as part of the Westchester Story Slam in Pennsylvania. In one monologue, you talk a little bit about the Once a Friend episode, while the other monologue, the other video I, I saw of you was done about a year later, and you tell a very funny but very poignant story about identity, and specifically identity in the sense of how other people perceive you versus how you perceive wow. you, because you've always had a strong sense of who Veronica is. Now, here's my question. Do you still perform monologues? And if you're not, why not? <laughs> wow, this is wonderful. This is so refreshing. What a refreshing conversation. Okay, so, um, yes, I actually write a lot of monologues, but they are really more based on stories about my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Jim Breslin, who is the founder of the Westchester Story Slam, um, actually uh, really encouraged me. He and I were taking a uh, Story Slam workshop in Philadelphia when we met. And I overheard him, actually, before the workshop started that morning. I heard him talking to someone else. He was talking about, you know, this Story Slam event that he hosted in Westchester. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, I'm, I'm driving all the way to Philadelphia to do Story Slam workshops, and there's one in my neighborhood. I had no idea, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was not really too savvy with social media, and that's what he advertised. Uh, but once he and I bonded at that workshop, we became inseparable. He and his wife, Janine, just took me under their wing and it became a great outlet for an actor who, from Hollywood who had landed in this small little, lovely little college town of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Um, and it really gave me an outlet for, for my actor's voice. 
but in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Usually, as an actor, I'm in a dialogue, or I, yes, I'm in a dialogue with at least one other party, if not several other people. So it's not often that you get a monologue unless you are in a play and you have a major character. So I write on scenes a great deal of the time because my friend Jim Breslin really does encourage it. He's always encouraging me to write. So I do continue to write. Thank you. Yes. Veronica Red is on the line with us. Veronica Red, stage actress, television actress, teacher, and monologuist. Fans of The Young and the Restless know Veronica as the second of two actresses to play Mamie Johnson, while Veronica's many other TV roles include the famous episode of The Jeffersons, Once a Friend, written by Jay Moriarty and Mike Milligan, one of the very first portrayals of a transgender character on network television. You can follow Veronica on Facebook through the Veronica Bread fan page. In one of Veronica's monologues, we, we mentioned this a little while ago, uh, she talks a little bit about the Once a Friend episode. And you tell, you tell your audience a story about an encounter you had with a real-life male-to-female transgender person a few years after Once a Friend originally aired, and how that person felt compelled to come out to you simply because he knew you had played Edie Stokes on The Jeffersons. I understand that was the first time you realized the far-reaching impact of coast-to-coast network television. Yes, yes. Uh, it's so interesting. Wow, I, don't, I didn't even remember having done a monologue on that. Um, that was very, very significant time in my life. I really did not understand Ed, what kind of impact television had on people. You know, when you're trained as a stage actor, the commitment really is to the production, not so much to oneself. The focus of the monologue is really on your life, Mm -hmm. a story from your life, uh, as you remember it. And um, when I told that story, it revealed to me just what an education that episode on the Jefferson became for me about what kind of responsibility one takes when you take on a role. It doesn't matter if it's only for one week uh, or if it is if you're fortunate enough to get a contract to be on a television series. How important it is that that what whatever you choose to do, that how important that is, and how important it is that you can tell a continue developing yourself as a person as this character continues developing. We'll pick up this story with Veronica Red after this quick timeout here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.